Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Merry Christmas from the Black Jackson Estate Podcast to everyone listening around the world. We're so excited for today. It is literally one of my favorite days of the year. It's a time for family, friends, a couple of gifts, but most importantly, an opportunity to remember the reason for the season, the birth of Christ. If you are a Christian celebrating, we wish you the happiest of Christmas. If you're not a Christian or you're not religious or you don't celebrate, we still hope today is filled with a lot of joy and happiness, some peace and some rest for you. Thank you so much for hanging out with the Black Jackson State Podcast for our third annual 12 Days of Christmas. It's been a blast. We've had so much fun day after day after day. And we've had so many friends join us and we're so grateful for them. Thank you so much to MJ Fangirl. Thank you so much to User Q from Studio Perth. And a special thank you to Damien Shields for joining us on this year's Black Jackson State Podcast, 12 Days of Christmas. I'm user one, and I'm joined by user 1.5 and user 3.5 on this Christmas Day 12-day special. User 3.5, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you too. Thank you. And you are my favorite nephew. I want you to know that on Christmas Day, you still are. You made it another year. I'll take it. All right. All right. User 1.5, Merry Christmas to you too. Hello. (laughs) Are you you look like you so you guys can't see her. But if you could see her, you'd see that she's dressed in green and red and cream and she's a hundred percent in the holiday spirit. How are you feeling? I don't need a lot of these people today. <laughs> if you could see her right now, you'd see that she's green all over. Why? Because even on Christmas Day, she's a grand by humbug. User one point five. I don't think Christmas is your favorite holiday. What's your you know, favorite I, holiday? I do like Christmas. I really do love Christmas and Merry Christmas to everybody who celebrates Christmas. And if you're not celebrating anything, we wish you love, joy, peace, and happiness around the world. Amen. Amen. And amen. Peace on earth. Goodwill towards men. We've got an exciting end cap of our twelve days once again. And today we're gonna be talking about the fabulous life in times of bubbles as the companion and first child, really, the first fur baby of Michael Jackson. And we'll even talk about where bubbles is today. User three point five. When you when you hear bubbles the chimp, in your mind, is he just as much a celebrity or a celebrity just like Michael? I would say he's not up there, but he's definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I would say he's not up there. But... <laughs> he's I mean, not the equivalent of Michael yeah, or anything like that, but he's a celebrity in his own. He's age. a celebrity. He's on an his own. animal celebrity. Yeah. And do what other animal celebrities do you think about? Toto. I do think of Toto. Toto. Lassie. Lassie. But you think about animal celebrities right mm-hmm. and bubbles would you say is probably the most famous or maybe one of most the most thought of yeah. well-known so animal celebrities yeah because animals a lot of times are working animals when we know of them in hollywood like toto or other dog other and a lot of animals they're really smart they train them and they put them in, in you know pit from pigeons to snakes to everything in between these are working animals michael on the other hand just loved animals and that was why he acquired at one point bubbles little bubbles used to 1.5 you're you're the Hello. oldest one on this show today. Mm. And when you were coming up, was Bubbles like a known? And when you thought of Michael Jackson, was this a known sort of appendage to the conversation about Michael Jackson? Like he had that that monkey. Obviously, yeah. 
I mean, there are so many pop culture references to Bubbles, uh, the chimp. And I can't remember what show it was. I think it was the Golden Girls where they talked about Michael Jackson and Bubbles. And so there are so many references to the to the chimp. And he almost was a bigger star than Michael in some ways because they were sending Bubbles out to do his own press. Yeah, he, I mean, if he could talk, he would have been, it would have been really something at that if point. If he could talk, then honey. It would have been something at that point. But let me, let me correct myself. I call Bubbles a monkey. Bubbles is not a monkey. He's Bubbles not. is a great ape. And so I learned this in preparing for this. Great apes, the, the way you can tell the difference between a great ape and a monkey, monkeys have tails. So there, I think there's like a, a general fascination with chimps and great apes. And monkeys in the public consciousness. What do you guys think? I mean, you know, I think people understand, know and understand that they are primates and that they are teachable. They're very smart mm-hmm. and they're smarter than some people I know. So, yeah. Then I a think- lot of, you got Planet of the Apes. That's a whole, <laughs> that's a whole, that's a whole damn thing right there. Like you got, I mean, that's a big thing, right? Like yeah. it, it came out in what, the 70s? Mm-hmm. Then it had a reemergence in the 2000s with the 2000 movies, which are really good. And that, that, I about cuss that doggone ape spoke at the end of the planet of the apes in the last yeah. one didn't he didn't he start to talk yeah the more recent one and the older ones they were all talking on the doggone planet. but it was smart so i just think there's like a public like facet i think i think user 1.5 is right i think the fascination stems from the fact that we share so much of the same dna they say that we're basically almost the same monkeys and people you want to accept that for yourself i'm not saying my you know what i'll take it yes i accept that for myself <laughs> accept it for yourself 98 percent shared dna so there's only a little bit that takes you from grade eight to human anyway um just to give you a little background let's talk a little bit about these my, these not monkeys these great apes so chimpanzees uh are native to africa this is the only continent you will find chimpanzees this is what they where they are native and they exist uh in countries such as tanzania uh senegal angola the democratic republic of the congo um actually has the largest population of chimpanzees but this is an endangered species actually because humans mess up everything is really the big why and so they also people eat chimps like oh god they're like bush meat like you know like the local they look like they'd be tribes tough don't they look like they look like they'd be hard to take now i don't know how you <laughs> they look like they would you're gonna have to trap like that joke would be tough i feel like you gotta trap him because if you box him one-on-one i don't know i know some people out it. here in the country that could probably catch one <laughs> well good, good luck <laughs> <laughs> but let me give you guys a fat some five fast facts about chimpanzees so the lifespan for chimpanzees is 40 to 50 years in captivity and in the wild, they can live up to 60 or more years. Wow. So if we leave them alone. Well, that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. In captivity as well, chimps have been able to learn American sign language and communicate with their caretakers. Um, and actually, there's a chimp that was named Washoe, and it was known to be the first non-human to learn and communicate via ASL. And Washoe was able to do more than 350 signs and this was a female chimpanzee she actually taught her adopted son to sign as well wow that chip knows more signs than i do at this point and i'm actively learning asl so wow that's really interesting me and her could have had we could have been friends very very smart 
very, very smart uh, animals, mammals, just like us. Sometimes we're kind of smart. Um, and of course, as we talked about, a lot of that in- intellect comes from the size of the brain and how that correlates with functionality, how much you can do. So chimps are really, really smart. And um, they are our closest cousins in the animal kingdom. And let me ask you this, user 3.5, did you know that chimpanzees were tested in space before humans went? I didn't know about the chimpanzees, but I knew dogs were tested in space. Really? They sent some dogs up? Mm -hmm. And what happened to the dog? Uh, Died. In space? (laughs) Not in space. Uh, Died. (laughs) I mean, not in space. Did it die on the trip is what I'm trying to say. Oh, yeah, most definitely. So it died in space or on the way back? On the way back. Okay, yeah, that's crazy. Well, the first chimp in space, his name was Ham, and he went to space in 1961, and he made it back. <laughs> he was three and a half years old. So chimpanzees, you're not supposed to take them from their mother while they're that age. They're, they're, they're like babies. Like It's best to keep it with its mother. So a lot of the testing of chimps involved practices that today are certainly really frowned upon especially by animal groups and animal activists as uh, harmful to these animals and and that's exactly what happened with ham and little ham that's ham right there he had to learn how to sit for long periods of time in that chair just a little baby and he had to learn how to press certain buttons when certain things happened he had to learn a lot a lot that i don't think a three-year-old child could learn to do and they shot his little ass up into space <laughs> and i know he had to be a f- scared to death can you imagine wouldn't you be afraid yeah, ham didn't know if he was ham didn't back know or not. what was going on he didn't know if he was ham hell they didn't know if he was coming back or not they didn't but he made it back he made it back isn't that amazing you're gonna really like this one user 3.5 so the last did you know about chimps a russian biologist by the name of Ilya ivanik he was the first person to attempt, and this is the in the early 1900s, he attempted to create a human-chimpanzee hybrid by artificial insemination. And he actually ended up in 1920, he had a series of experiments, and in those experiments, he inseminated three female chimpanzees with human sperm. Chill. That sounds like the weirdest thing ever. This is too much. Do you think he was successful in creating a baby? No. Probably not. And if he did, it would come out looking deformed. How do you know? I don't know. But hearing that, a chimpanzee, oh, a woman chimpanzee at that, with human sperm, that doesn't sound like a good combo. Well, he was going to try to do it the other way and do female women, humans. Who, what volunteers was he going to get for that? There's always someone, (laughs) and y'all know it. There's always someone. But yeah, he was unsuccessful. But you you say it would come out deformed, but if we share so much DNA, in theory, the the chimp could come out You look- sound crazy like him. In theory. <laughs> in theory, the chimp could come out looking very human, maybe just a little more extra hair, but have super strength. But that would be a sounds like a very rare case that it could happen. It didn't happen. Thank God. It would be cool though to see. It's like chimp. Jurassic Park. In theory, you should be able to extract the dino DNA from the mosquitoes in the sap, but just didn't happen. I'm going to say this. I think that's very scary. But the thing about science is that it keeps expanding. And a lot of things we didn't think they could do, they ass is doing. A lot of things they shouldn't do. You know, they can clone animals. They can clone cells. They can they can do some things that uh, will make you say, well, what? will they think of next but anyway uh the good doctor out in russia was unsuccessful and i think that was for the better for everybody including the chimp that he was inseminating these chimpanzees but anyway 
did the chimp give consent? Of course not. It's abuse. <laughs> That's the whole thing about all of this stuff. Like it's all the science. The scientists are the worst abusers of of animals. If we're being honest. But it's for science. Because they do it in the name, quote unquote, in the name of science and advancement. But I don't know. That's why Peter got hold of. It, yeah, it goes Peter a little too hoped. far sometimes. Right. Like, wh- and what sort of scientific advancement do we need to round out by having a female chimp have human sperm? I'm trying to make a point. There's got to be a lot of trauma. Trying to make in a that. point. Yeah. So all that's that. And this is Bubbles' lineage. And this is the stock he comes from. And let us not forget and let us honor these chimpanzees. Let's move on to Bubbles. Let's talk about <laughs> Bubbles. So Bubbles was born in 1983 in Austin, Texas at a research facility. And he, like we talked about before with Ham, the chimp, he was actually taken from his mother at a very young age and given to an animal trainer. And allegedly, Michael purchased Bubbles for $65,000. So if we do the math on what that is today. It's a wild number to have if he really spent that. And that sounds, that feels like it's expensive. You know, like it feels like if you want a chimp, it is going to cost you a lot of money. But again, like I said, uh, and so we'll, we'll, let's weave some things in here as we go. Uh, again, Bubbles was born in captivity. His mother was um, also captive. And of course, there is even today a lot of controversy around having these animals in, in captivity. What do you guys think about the idea of Bubbles being taken from his mother? Think about the uh, the comparison would be like to dogs and a litter of puppies. Um, people who sell dogs generally will not sell the puppies until the, the the puppies reach a certain age because they are still dependent on their mother and this is formative for them to grow and develop in the way that is best. What do you guys think about Bubbles not having that opportunity and being taken from his mother at a really young age? Yeah, I mean... <sighs> I, I, I'm not a, I'm not an animal rights activist, but I do believe that all things that are living should be treated humanely and to take a, a, any baby of any species away from its mother at a young age is just wholly wrong, right? Because the, the nutrients that they get from the mother is important. The life lessons that they receive from the mother is important. So I, I don't love that. But, I mean, it was the 80s. The 80s was wild, y'all. The 80s was wild. 80s was wild. Um, you know, I just looked up the conversion. 65K in 1983 is $197.6 million today. So that's a U.S. dollars if People you're in another country. People pay less for a baby. It. People pay less for a human baby. Now, that's illegal. <laughs> but... <laughs> <laughs> It's nice, illegal yeah. to buy a baby, but Joan Crawford bought her babies. Okay. It, so, okay. But my thing is, people pay less for human babies, is what I'm trying to say. Michael paid $200,000 for the chimp. No, it was $197.6 <laughs> million. I'm sorry, what? Not thousand. That can't it's be two right. commas in here. Hold you on. sure? I'm going to read it out with the commas, and I want y'all much. to follow me. I want y'all to follow me. It is. Oh, you know what? You're right. I ain't got my glasses on. It's $197,000. That's correct. I'm so sorry. Yeah, that feels right. Yeah. That, that other comma without my glasses. Yeah. <laughs> that period without the glasses look like a comma. I mean, it might as well be so, million. You ain't got it. Yeah, it's $197,661.93. Yeah, I lied. It's still a lot what of money. What do you think, user 3.4? Would you, if you had, if you were Michael Jackson in the 80s and you had that sort of money, would you have purchased... No. Why not? They're so cute. He was cute. I mean, yeah, but it's the aspect of taking it from his mom. Like, I don't think that you should do that. 
at least not before it's yeah at least not before it's it, like right? you said it's ripe age yeah so that was you know michael had the and so the thing about chimps because they are so much like human a lot of the behaviors are the same this is a really good documentary that i watched on netflix it's so good they followed these chimps they all had names one name was pork pie and um <laughs> he had got pork murdered pie. they murder each other they are very they have a lot of human and they just recently learned these these jokers plot on people they plot on each other they will watch you they watch each other and they murder each other pork pie got murdered in that one it's on netflix anyway but because there's so much like humans so when you take a baby the baby chimp it's going to attach to whomever is the mother figure so in this case the mother figure michael jackson was michael jackson good for him would you want would you want anybody else in the 80s to have been your mama no (laughs) (laughs) okay Michael, what? Well, first of all, let's just let me take a step back. Uh, almost two hundred thousand dollars he paid for this chip. This goes to show you allegedly guys, because that was I got that stat <laughs> allegedly from a, from a tabloid. Allegedly. So just to be clear, I don't. I didn't. See they ain't always else. wrong. They yeah. ain't always wrong. They let's just be you, clear. Not wrong. <laughs> now this goes to show you what rich people do. Okay, this is, and I don't live this life because I'm not rich. But when you're rich and money's not an object, money is just a thing to get what you want. You will drop $200,000 on a chimp that you know good and daggone well you can't possibly keep for the rest of your life. Yeah, there's a there's a long game here that clearly wasn't considered because they are wild animals and they are dangerous. There will be a point where you cannot safely keep this animal the way Michael kept it, they're, which, which they're was in a crib. <laughs> they're not domestic pets, pets at all. No. They are not meant to be in the house in the bed. So let's also talk <laughs> they're about Africa. They're from Africa. They from they. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about. Oh my god! Let's talk a little bit about bubbles in the house because we watched in leading up to this. This conversation is so unserious. <laughs> so, Using three point five, you weren't watching it with us, but we watched the 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 animal. I think it was Animal Planet special that was on Bubbles the Chimp that Latoya was a part of, oh and Latoya god. gave us so much insight into she Michael's did. life. With so you have to remember, in eighty three, Michael was still living at home in Havenhurst at Havenhurst, and. Latoya said, Miss Catherine said, y'all can have whatever pet you want. And think about it. This Michael had at snakes, llamas, lions, er, lions, tigers, tigers and bears. Llamas? <laughs> yeah, he had llamas. He had everything. And Miss Katie said, you can have whatever animal you want. This is according to Latoya, but you cannot have a monkey. And he went and he begged for that, that chimp. And she well, he wasn't a monkey. He's a great ape. <laughs> she well, she you know what she meant. When a black person say no monkeys, you know what they mean. They mean everybody. Anything that seems Every something like it. <laughs> we don't use the right term, but you know what we're talking about. So he he begged his mom and she finally relented and said yes. So that's how Michael ended up getting it because he wasn't it wasn't like he was living by himself. He was still living at home. So he gets bubbles. Uh bubbles is actually bubbles trainer. Famous animal celebrity trainer, Bob Dunn. Um, he brings, bring you know, Michael gets bubbles. Bubbles as, you know, he wears a diaper. He wears clothes. He sits at the table to eat. He apparently likes hot sauce on all his food. He like he knows how to go to the fridge and get ice cream. He grooms himself. He mimics Michael. He does all these things because he's, so you know, he's being trained, but also they're very smart. So they're watching and they're learning. So Michael gets bubbles. Um, again, his mom initially refused, but ultimately she let him have it. Um, some other things. Uh, so Michael gets bubbles and... Latoya says something that I think it, it really resonated in the documentary, which is that Bubbles was basically Michael's first child. Mm-hmm. Would you guys agree with that? Yeah, I'd say so. 
She said Michael had had clothes made for Bubbles. Bubbles had a drawer with clothes in it. She said she would tap that <laughs> Michael. <laughs> I, I, I'm trying to make this conversation as serious as possible. It can't she be. Said it's not possible. <laughs> she said that, you know, Michael would say, Bubbles, go brush your teeth and get ready for bed. And it. Bubbles would go in there and brush his teeth and then get into bed and get under the covers. I mean. Well, that's kind of epic. It's, I mean, it, when you really think about it, though, is it so different in a lot of ways from like a dog? No. People still listen to commands. People, yeah. uh, people put clothes on dogs. Dogs listen. Dogs like ice cream. Some of them like hot sauce, I'm sure. And, you know, they do, they're smart as well. They can pick up, they know words, they know sounds, they know. So, you know, it's, it becomes more foreign because this is a, a, a chimpanzee, but a lot of the same behaviors that Michael was exhibiting to his pet, people generally exhibit to pets that they love. Remember mom, our neighbors growing up, they would, I mean, and you see it on TikTok and Instagram now, people fixing their dogs gourmet meals. The meal looks delicious. Have you seen that girl cooking for her dog? The steak. The pit bull. Uh-huh. She makes him food. I don't cook that good for myself. So, uh, you know. So, I mean. She I said mean, Bubbles would eat at the table. She said Bubbles would pull table. up and eat at the table with them. Bubbles was a, a member of the family. He was. I think he was Michael's first child. Bubbles yeah. Jackson. And I think that that's that. Was... I need you to stop putting Jackson on the <laughs> end of Bubbles' name. He's just Bubbles. Bubbles Jackson. Bubbles and had his own plush toys. Bubbles, Bubbles was a plush Bubbles toy. Was a, I mean, so Latoya said that Michael was so fascinated by Bubbles and all that he could do. He actually consulted with doctors about whether or not they could perform a surgery on Bubbles so that Bubbles could speak. <sighs> uh, so they could speak. So that he could speak. This is very Titan-esque. When you got a lot of money and you yeah. willing to pay for stuff that you ain't got no business doing. <laughs> like going speak. down to the bottom of the ocean to see the Titanic. That was uncomfortable. Like paying for Bubbles to be able to speak. You ain't got no business doing that, Michael. What is what it? And again, I'm, <laughs> glad is this it, for? I'm glad it's not possible. But also this this lines up firmly in the column of animal abuse because... My Forget that. Michael didn't have no business. There's no no need for that. There's trying no to pay somebody. That. And if some fool would have been smart enough to do it, he probably would have done it. Did it. <laughs> Michael don't have no business doing that. And he knows it. And I also want to say this. At the time Michael buys Bubbles, how old is he? He's 25. It's what, 80? He's did real, he buy him in 83? He's real silly. He bought him in 83? Yeah, like 83, 80, Yeah, he gives him in 83. So he's a 25-year-old. And Thriller taking off to the moon, too? He's a 25-year-old. He was feeling himself. <laughs> he's a 25-year-old man-child. I mean, I'm going to say man-child now because he's 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 still new into adulthood. Like, some of the things in his head are just wild. It's just crazy. Sounds like something a child would say. It uh, sounds like something you would come up with. <laughs> Don't insult him. <laughs> sound like something you would come Don't up with. Don't insult 3, 3.5. I'm just being, I mean, I'm keeping it real, but, um, but, but bubble, yeah, bubbles, not only did he live a very human life, he lived a life better than most humans. So I want to be clear about this because he traveled the world. Bubbles was a superstar. (laughs) Let's talk about bubbles in the media. Bubbles was catching flights. He was many. He been, he's been more places in his life than I have at this point. Catching flights. But let's talk about it. Using 1.5. You brought it up. Michael's pets. Bubbles. The chimp was. Uh, clearly and and he is the to me bubbles is the catalyst behind why you get michael's pets because michael was carrying bubbles around everywhere had him on his shoulders and he was like a little celebrity and michael made a bag bubbles was bubbles made the money back that 200k it got made back 
He was clearly an investment. And I think maybe that's, maybe Michael is, uh -huh, maybe he's smarter. <laughs> maybe he's smarter surprise, than we, surprise. surprise, surprise. Maybe he's much smarter than what we, when we thought. So you got Michael Spets with Bubbles as a little plush, a little plushie. I wish I had one of those, for real. Michael Spets, Bubbles is a plush. Uh, Bubbles was on the Dick Clark show. <laughs> and um, we did watch a piece of that. He did the moonwalk on the show. Yeah um and bubbles was on i think most famously we remember bubbles being on tour with michael for the bad tour and latoya talked about this in the show as well she talked about how the headache of going through customs and getting clearances and all because you just don't take a chimpanzee around the world just because he's on your, your flight like yeah, that's not normal it's not and you gotta go this is he's again he's an exotic animal so what if and you you're taking loose? him into different countries yeah with different ecosystems, with di yeah, you can't do that. If anybody's ever been through customs, you know what it's like. They don't want you to bring nothing, really. They don't just yourself. But Michael was flying private, and he could do what he pretty much wanted to do. So, but there were I think there were a couple of places that told him that he could not bring bubbles. But he was on tour in Japan. Bubbles was at City Hall somewhere in Asia. He he was really <laughs> he was really all over the place. Uh, what do you guys think about Michael? Why do you think Michael would take Bubbles on tour with him? He, uh, Bubbles also was in studio sessions. Um, he went to uh, John Branca's wedding with Michael. Oh my God! Um, he had a little tuxedo <laughs> on at the wedding. Why do you Good think Michael him. would take him to these into these spaces where it's clear? Like, this is not maybe... No other pets are going to be there? <laughs> the, maybe not the most appropriate space to bring the chimp. But I'm sure people thought it was kind of cool or neat. But, like, City Hall or in the studio, like, uh, apparently Freddie Mercury was really pissed off about Michael having that monkey in the studio with him. Because it's a, it's a, it's an animal. It's uh, I mean, you know, I... But, but why do you think he was doing it? As as I was watching the LaToya interview on for Animal Planet, it just hit me all of a sudden that Bubbles was Michael's support animal emotional support animal and i think that's why michael took him everywhere i think it was a little bit of familiarity michael l clearly loved bubbles i mean he, the way he took care of him you could clearly see that he loved him but it's like people who take dogs with them everywhere or their pet bunny with them everywhere or people who have you know whatever rab a lucky rabbit's foot or a lucky blanket it's something that is not necessarily going to speak to you but comforts you Comfort in a way you. yeah and i think that that's what bubbles was for michael honestly he probably felt like bubbles was his only true friend while he was out on tour i mean he's in a different city every night different people different time zones save the time that he's on stage he probably was very isolated because we got to remember michael couldn't go nowhere in the 80s without being rushed by a crowd of people and so sitting in his hotel room by himself i mean you got lawyers you got people that work for you you got this and that but bubbles was his friend yeah he's surrounded by people whose job it is to be here for you and they get in a bag at the end of the day which always questions whether or not if you weren't getting this bag would you even of course like would you be here most people probably know um and if i weren't who i am i think you're right i think he was an emotional support animal for michael people have chickens as emotional support animals which i i don't yeah, anything but, but can be people, your emotional support yeah, animal people have a lot of different sorts of animals what do you think user 3.5 why do you agree that that was maybe one of the reasons if you could think of another reason that michael had this chimpanzee with him in so many places what else do you think it could have been i think i do agree with that it could have been this emotional support animal but i also think that he could have just been showing him around the world. 
Just taking them on a first class trip. Yeah, just taking them on a trip. Because I want places. to go. And going first class. <laughs> Shoot. Up in the sky. I that want to go. Been, yeah. That could have just been it. Like, I just, and also, Bubbles was his proxy. You know what I mean? Like, he Bubbles on the Dick Clark show. Come on now. Yeah, places he didn't want to go. Places he, like, he didn't want to go. You, you take Bubbles. Bubbles. bubbles can I go. mean, people he didn't want to talk to, he would put Bubbles in their face. Good and good for you. We all need a proxy. We all need somebody that's going to take, take the L for us. That was Bubbles. Bubbles also made it into Kenny Rogers, the late, great Kenny Rogers book from 1987, Your Friend and Mine. And there's a photo. So Kenny Rogers actually was like an amateur photographer. And he took this beautiful, wonderful photo of Michael with Bubbles. Michael and Bubbles are dressed here. They look better than a lot of these parent-child pictures I see online. And um, that's them there in this black and white photo. You see it? And it's a beautiful, lovely picture of little Bubbles and Michael. And he's holding him like a baby. He's holding him like, and look at Bubbles. He's and Bubbles would hold little pictures of Michael. And um, he knew who Michael was. He knew that was Daddy. That was Dito. And so Bubbles makes an appearance, and he's he just makes appearances all over the place. And I'm being serious. He this looks better than a lot of parent-child pictures I see online. He'd be looking amazing. This is actually pretty good. Kenny Rogers was not a bad photographer. Um. And another famous artist, a famous artist actually, did a porcelain sculpture of Michael and Bubbles. Jeff Kuhn, who is um, a very, very, very well-known and famous um, artist, he did a porcelain sculpture of Michael and Bubbles from the 80s as well. And so Bubbles has had a very storied life with Michael Jackson. Now, at one point, as so as chimpanzees get older, as they move into an adolescent stage, and Michael talked about this in... The footage you were never meant to see. Was it the footage you were never meant to see? Where he talks about Bubbles getting aggressive. And he said, almost like a teenager. And they want to challenge you. And that's absolutely right. So we talked about this at the start of the show. These are wild animals. They they are at an age where they are, you know, cute. And this is, this is fun. Ha, ha, ha. And then as they get older, they do start to that more animalistic and wild space really starts to take blossom and that's exactly what happened with bubbles and it got to a place where michael could not keep bubbles anymore because it was just unsafe to keep this animal in his home because he is a let me tell you something people story time in raleigh north carolina about two years ago some fool who owns uh a rare zebra cobra (laughs) lost his damn snake literally lost it the snake was not in the cage or in the pyrex box or whatever he had it in the snake was gone okay and was slithering around raleigh north carolina north raleigh the bougie area of raleigh north carolina okay for months okay when they finally found it it was on somebody's front porch chilling okay now i said i'd like to say this they are not indigenous to this area. They are not indigenous to this country. Yeah. In the six months that that fool couldn't find his snake. He didn't say anything. First, he didn't say anything. Mm-hmm. By the time he said something, everybody was terrified. Okay. And the only reason Horrified. he said something was because <laughs> it was spotted and people. Now we have uh, rattlesnakes here. Or not rattlesnakes. What do we have? We have. Um, uh, we have enough. We have rattlesnakes. We have poisonous snakes. We have snakes. snakes. We have copperheads is yes. what we have here. But we don't have no no zebra, king, cobra, we whatever that thing that. was, okay? Mm-hmm. So I said all that to say this. It is still a snake. If at any point it it uh, mated with just a regular snake, what are we going to come up with? <laughs> Some kind of mutant yeah. snake. You can change that, that an is, ecosystem. That, that you can change not an environment. Yeah, you can change okay? an environment. So I said all that to say this, okay? First of all, you're a fool, sir. I hope you're listening to this podcast. Secondly... 
as humans, we have to understand we are not the top of the food chain. We think we are, but we are not. And when you are playing with wild animals, lions, tigers, bears, snakes, chimps, apes, you might get got. Our brain, again, it goes back to the brain function. We're the most capable functionality here, which is why we could create tools, but actually chimpanzees use create tools as well. But we are able to create spaces of safety. We are able to clear land. Our brain has given us the capacity to do these things. But there's a movie that just came out on Netflix that talked about this a little bit. What would happen if all the computers went off, if there was a blackout and all, none of this stuff works. Y'all be lost. <laughs> none of this <laughs> Y'all works. Be First of all, the doomsdays are, will be absolute. They will be they gonna validated. They're going to be in their bag. They will be validated. They will be in their bag. They got their bars of gold downstairs. They got their pork and beans. They, they got, got their bug out shelters. They, yeah, they got everything. They and we going to be docking on their dough. No, because they're going to kill us all. They ain't going to let us in. But the movie really, and what's the name of this movie? Uh, when the world ends or the day after or something. Anyway, but it's really based on like, a cyber attack on the United States. If something happened and there was this big cyber attack and it knocked out our satellites and knocked out our communications. So not a military attack, just take out the technology, take out their ability. Cause but from the time you wake up to the time you go to bed, you're connected to this stuff. So think about it. If you had to go back to a space where you have none of that, you're right. Are you really at the top of the food chain? Absolutely not. We're not. And animals, think about it. They're called animals, but they have these animalistic instincts. Their spidey senses are on 10. Their spidey senses. Most well, of ours are, are at one or two. At one or two because we, we're so comfortable. Because we, we, we don't, don't have to be. Right. And animals, some of them just have better, different sensory perceptions than we do, like sight and sound. Mm-hmm. Dogs hear things you cannot hear. So if you were Cats to- can see- perfectly well at night yeah they got great night vision yeah so i can't see without my glasses so reality is like you know these animals sometimes you're right we elevate ourselves in a way it's like mm, i don't know if you should be feeling feeling yourself like that um because if things were a little just a little different if something happened mm-hmm. could you survive and michael it? knew he couldn't fight and no michael, michael was not knew gonna he be couldn't fighting. fight he bubbles. wasn't he was not gonna be fighting no bubbles and um so that wasn't because bubbles would have won i i love michael i really do yeah, bubbles but won. everybody in the south that's listening to this podcast right now knows that michael would have lost he would have that fight he would have but so michael ends up having to get rid of bubbles but michael never sold bubbles so for bubbles entire life even now bubbles is being cared for by the michael jackson estate who pays um i don't know if they pay in in whole but definitely in large part for bubbles care he lives out in florida now um but let's talk a little bit before we get before we end this show um let's talk a little bit about the bubbles controversies and you know you're famous if you end up in the tabloids and there's controversy around you so i want to start with um jane goodall so in 2014 jane goodall claimed that when bubbles was with michael jackson he was being beaten and she also claims that she confronted michael about that abuse. how did she know was she there she did go visit michael no what she saw the beating she didn't say michael beat him she said he was being beaten she saw the beating michael. i don't know if she saw the beating this is what she said she well, also you can't just be talking jane well there's more for her so in 2022 she actually participated she's in still a- alive <laughs> she's still alive I so now if you don't know who jane goodall is do i use the one i'm scared to let you explain can you explain to people who don't know who jane she's goodall a monkey is? lady she's the monkey Not lady the monkey lady that went out in the jungle to help the monkeys she's a big this she this is her life's work right like yeah her life's work is dedicated to animals i didn't know she was still alive chimpanzees she's still alive i 
know. I, now she's one that I thought she was dead. Y'all know I don't be knowing when people you think are dead. Everybody dead. But I really thought she was dead. She's not dead. Do you know who Jane Goodall is? User three point five. Not until now. You you don't even know who she is. Because I thought is. she was dead. Because we I've all never thought heard she of that was name. dead. Never heard of her. So she she she's she's she is the I don't want to say monkey lady. She's the great ape lady. Hmm. And so, but also in 2022, she kind of doubled down on these accusations of abuse while Bubbles was with Michael, and she said she participated in a show called Searching for Michael Jackson's Zoo. And this was something that came out. I don't know. It was, it was overseas or something. But um, I remember when it came out, I was like, there's no way I'm going to watch it. And I did not watch it. Um, and it was kind of a hit piece on Michael. But in her interview, she claimed that she visited Neverland and the conditions for the animals were, quote, her quote, terrible. She claims that there were two temps dre- chimps dressed up and kept separately. And they were brought out to be photographed when she was there. And she described the whole situation as horrendous. Um, she also said that she showed Michael videos of chimps in research labs, working chimps, circus chimps, because she wanted, she said, quote, I wanted some money from him to help with these situations. And she really said that Michael was just kind of smiling and, um, you know, she like, was like, good for them. she was like, how can you smile when these animals are being abused? Oh my God. Um, and I mean, so this, let me just finish the story. So she told Michael that chimps should be should not be taken from their mothers um, when they're really small and then used at, in entertainment or for people's entertainment. And she again reiterated that she claimed Bubbles was hit when he did something that Michael told her that Bubbles would be hit when he did something wrong. Um, and it's, it's important to note here that Jane Goodall is 100% against exotic animals as pets. So it's not shocking at all that she would oppose Michael having bubbles. Well, I know she couldn't or stand any of the animals. Uh, she talked about it. <laughs> it's not, oh, that's crazy. <laughs> it's just not shocking she would oppose anyone having exotic animals as pets. So I think it was very offensive for her, for Michael to have these 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 animals, okay. especially to have Correct. to have right. bubbles. So what do you guys think about some of those claims? Now she makes these claims. Now mind you, Michael had bubbles for for a while. So many years went by when Michael was alive where she never said nothing about Michael's Michael's got pets that are being abused. What year there. was it that she went to visit? Michael? I don't know. I don't know all of okay. that. But this is what she said. Do you think that, and this is her perception, and she is very respected in this field. What do you guys think? Do you think that there's merit, or do you think, honestly, these are just allegations at this point, and we have nothing, yay or nay, to support her story? What do you guys think? Allegations. I'm going to just say that. If she says that he, that Michael said firsthand that Bubbles would be beat if he did something wrong. I used to get beat when I did something exactly. wrong. Exactly. So I just... I don't so, think it's that bad. We know now you shouldn't beat your children. It's probably well, not productive. I don't, and I don't know if this is the answer, but I don't know if at the time that Michael got bubbles in the 80s, people thought it was acceptable like to do that. Right. To to hit the people hit right. their dog when the dog yeah. do something well, like when they're training a puppy. And I'm not saying that's the best way to do it, but I mean, it it was it a different time. So I, I mean, I just wonder if that was a part of And what, that's why I asked what year what it was, was the training. because if it was the early 80s, listen, Folks beat their children in public, and y'all y'all know that's the truth, okay? And nobody said a word. So I just don't. I just think it's it's very convenient for her to say what she has said. She clearly went there with an agenda, which was to get coins. Okay, she did. I don't know if and he wrote her a so check or not. She didn't say he did. So it's it's really and the it, fact that she running her mouth tells me a little off putting. Maybe he didn't because write he her probably a check. didn't give her no money, and now she's mad. And to be really honest with you. 
I didn't know the lady was alive still, and I really think... Now, why are we back to that? I really think that... <laughs> why are we back to that? I don't have anything against animal rights activists. I Like I said at the top of the show, I think that animals should be treated with respect because they are living, breathing things on this planet, beings on this planet. But she doing a lot. Well, I will say she this. doing a lot. There was a there was a rebuttal to the document that documentary that particular one, um, and it was um, called uh, "Searching for Michael Jackson Zoo." Uh, Ross Kemp exposed, and I think that's the guy that created the the original doc, um, and it was on the Matt Matt Fiddle show. And Fiddles did have a personal relationship with Michael and knew him. I'll say this about Jane Goodall as well. She's a she's a zealot. She's a fanatic. Right. So when you're dealing with, and I think this is what user one point five is saying, when you're dealing, it's just like dealing with someone who's very in the same vein, passionate about animal, not eating animals and passionate about no fur, fur thing. They would walk into our houses or, and, and let's go to the extreme people who feel like, you know, listen, you shouldn't, you should only have organic ch- chicken eggs and chicken. You should only, you shouldn't wear clothes that were made here, 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 and here. Because when you're that far into something, there's a lot that's going to offend you. And that that's not might not fair. F- offend the regular sensibilities. It's not fair to the mainstream because First of all, I don't think it's fair to push your beliefs on anybody. Whatever you believe is what you believe and good for you. But you can't make people feel the way you feel if they don't feel that way. Right. But I don't like going to zoos necessarily because I hate that the animals are are being like watched and gawked at and kept in these little confined areas. But also, if we didn't have zoos, we would never know what a koala looks like outside of Australia. We would never know what elephants right. look like outside of Africa. So there's benefit to it as well. I'm sure she was appalled going to Havenhurst. It's in Encino, California. The, the animals were probably in cages. They were probably on the property, didn't have enough space, certainly didn't have the correct climate for some of them. I'm sure it was disturbing to see, but it wasn't done maliciously. And so for no, her to come yeah. and make it sound like Michael was just this horrible animal abuser, abuser yeah. is just I think that's obscene and it's I'll, just ridiculous and I also think it's like I said it's it, there are years where he was alive and you could have you could have raised your red right. flag and said something Since clearly she's still here and said I don't think that the animals are she and, alive for real and if you and if you thought all of this <laughs> she's alive how if, old is she I don't know but if you thought that the animals were being treated very poorly and my, uh, bubbles was being being treated poorly you're such an animal animal rights activist why didn't you call animal uh, that's a great question protective services why didn't you call the people acp yeah why didn't you why didn't you sound the alarm at the time that you saw all of this happening so it's also very jane weird. is 89 them them apes keeping her alive she's not oh. good she was born in 1934 yeah they're keeping her good and going so she didn't say anything at the time but she claimed she saw this animal abuse and she's such a big right animal rights activist it's just kind of isn't that strange that you claim there was all this rampant abuse by michael's staff and and by proxy michael essentially mm-hmm. and you didn't say anything until 2014 and 2022 that just you know that doesn't feel right does it for certain people their memories get clearer with time unlike the rest of the population where memories fade with time mm-hmm. so uh, clearly her 80 <laughs> something years her memory has gotten sharper yeah and it sounds like you didn't get the money you wanted and and i'm not saying that she w- didn't oppose but some of her it's the same way people can call child services on you because they don't like the way you're raising your kid but there's you've done nothing wrong right so that's subjective but again i'm, I'm not taking away from the fact that she is very well known in this space probably the most well-known animal rights you know, and doctor, when it comes down to chimpanzees, it's probably Jane Goodall. But anyway, 
I just don't feel it's fair to not talk about some of Jane's uh, criticisms at this point since she wanted to put Michael in a microscope and he's no, not no, here. No, this is necessary. Yes, now. it is. Uh, so I just want to say petty. this. So, this is Christmas um, Day. <laughs> so I just want to talk about some of the criticisms. So first of all, she's she's a plagiarist. So she wrote a book oh and God. her book didn't even get to hit shelves before people were saying, I mean, they would just say you open up a random page and she had all this stuff she had lifted from other people and not attributed <laughs> any sort of quotes. Maybe she forgot Hadn't her references nothing. page. I don't know. So, um, so she, yeah, she's an alleged plagiarist. And also, so she used to work at Stanford. And this, this is a story that appeared in the Stanford University newspaper. Apparently, she was in Africa on a research trip she had taken for Stanford students with her. There was some sort of commotion and civil unrest there. And what, a, Where was she on her research trip? She was, uh, what country? She was in... Uh, um, Tanzania. I was gonna say it had to be somewhere in Africa. She was, she was in. With the she was in Tanzania. Okay. And um, apparently there was a rebel group, and that rebel group. <laughs> this ain't going well. Go ahead. <laughs> I already know what's about to happen. Go ahead. Discovered that these white, probably these white people. Yeah. An American. Ah. Uh. And um, they Double kid- they kidnapped the Stanford students. Now, well, the way the story goes is Jane Goodall got tipped off that this was going to happen, and she ran to the jungle. With she the, had people with out the, there. She, she had them apes. People. She <laughs> had them apes. Them apes didn't tell her that. They no, they didn't tell her, but she had safe haven <laughs> with them. They had welcomed her in as a refugee. So she runs out to the jungle. So she doesn't get caught. I thought you were saying the apes had, t- had tipped <laughs> no, off, <no>. <laughs> ma'am. <laughs> Maybe she no, they, they didn't tip her off. Some A person tipped her off. Okay. She ran to the apes. She okay. ran out in the jungle. Okay. Yep. So her students that she had brought with her, they got got. They got got by the rebels. And the rebels wanted some money, of course. And the way the story goes is that Jane Goodall refused to give them money. The United States government refused to give them the money. And Stanford University refused to give the money. Wow. So that these All people that had so it. So that these students could be released. All people that had it. And ultimately, okay. ultimately the parents of these students mm-hmm. raised the money. Ain't that a shame? And they gave them the money and they let the students go. They were and alive. They were alive. Good. Everyone lived. They just wanted, they want, they Wonderful. need their rebel army. They need money. Yeah. I don't think they really was going to kill them. No, nah, they something. won't. They were just holding them, but I'm sure it was expensive. It would have been a hot them. mess to kill them. They yeah, had they to feed them and make sure they had somewhere do. to stay. But the criticism, and this was an article written by a current Stanford student in 2015, and the, the title of the article was like, I don't fucks with Jane Goodall no more. Let's see what it says. <laughs> uh, why I got off the Jane Goodall bandwagon um, by Mark Beeson. So anyway, he says, um, and this is just a quote from his article. He says, he didn't expect Jane Goodall to, you know, give herself as ransom for the students or anything like that but he said she could have at least spoken out and demanded action ask yourself how would she have responded if uh one of the chimps had been captured if, if i'm sorry how would she have responded if yeah. the rebel group had captured four chimpanzees and imprisoned them in mud huts for weeks yeah. different story yeah she would have been crying she would have been on cnn on larry king live talking about free free the chimps I, <laughs> I'm trying to make this serious, but it's just so unserious. <laughs> so Jane has her own controversies. Um, yeah. And nobody say nothing about that, which is why I said something. Because it ain't fair to come after Michael like that after But you did. didn't need that. didn't have nothing to do with Michael. It's, but now we're talking about the character, the person who okay. is making the claim. So okay. I just want y'all to know that she's got her own controversy. She, she lies. She takes other people's words, uses them, passes them off as her own. And she apparently will abandon people in Tanzania. Unless it's monkeys. Unless I mean, not monkeys. Chimpanzees. A chimpanzee. Uh, apparently, she 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 abandons the children that she took with her. I think that's the thing. You took them with you. 
She said they people they can take they care under of your they That's under crazy. but who would they who would they answering to in Africa? Jane Goodall. She literally abandoned them, ran to the jungle with the wow. apes and left and left them to get taken by the rebels. Well, now that you have so, thoroughly smeared that lady's <laughs> name, I'm just, 80, it's just a eighty nine year old woman's name. Go and ahead. She smeared a dead man. Touche. Bingo. So and again, just to cap off our bubbles in the media and the controversies around bubbles. So there was a story that ran that Bubbles had tried to commit suicide. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> there was a there was this tabloid story that ran that Why said, are the tabloid your sources today? Because <laughs> I said it was gossip and controversy. So there was a story that ran that Bubbles had attempted suicide. Just because you read it in a magazine or, or see it on a TV, TV screen, screen don't, don't make it factual. That is actually not a true story. It really is a tabloid <laughs> story. But the fact that they ran it, they don't run stories they don't think will sell. So that's how important Bubbles is, that they're willing to run the most ridiculous of stories because they think there's an audience that wants to hear about the life about and times. Bubbles trying to that Bubbles really me unalive himself. Unalive himself. So that wasn't true. Um, and so, again, all of this happened when Bubbles, uh, they said they played Bubbles. Today, Bubbles is a, a very healthy chimp. They said he's the leader of his pack mm-hmm. uh, where he yes, is. he should be. And he actually has a page on the Center for Great Apes. And we'll put a link in the notes uh, about it. Uh, Bubbles actually is very, uh, they say Bubbles caretaker describes him as artistic, gentle, and shy. And, and that was Michael. Yeah. And um, so Bubbles is, they, they he paints. And oh, cool. um, they play Michael things for him. And they, you know, they said he, Bubbles, uh, because chimps are very smart, he would, they said if Michael were to show up, he, remember. Um, he would remember him. But Michael's um, not going to show up. I Ooh. hope not. He does not. If y'all never, see him, never know. that's not going to happen. But Ooh. but we do know Latoya went to see him and we watched that. And he did yeah. seem to recognize her. It was a very sweet. So when Latoya went to see Bubbles in 2009, this was after just fresh after Michael had passed away. And it was so touching. Like just to round this out. I know we've been joking <laughs> this whole episode, but to round it out, Latoya I think she she needed to see Michael. I'm sorry, needed to see Bubbles for herself because I think it tied her to Michael in a way where she really needed to feel close to him. And and she cried and she was like, I think he remembers me. I think he remembers me. And I think he remembered her too. Remember when the handler said that Bubbles likes to spit at new people? Mm-hmm. And she Latoya was scared to death. He was she was he was gonna spit at her, but he she never asked spit three at her. times. He never got anything in his mouth because <laughs> she had that white and white. She had all that white on to go see some monkeys. But and, she, oh, I'm sorry, some chimpanzees. He never spit at her because she wasn't a new person. He knew her. Yeah. And she at one point started to cry. She was like. He remembers me. You remember me, Bubbles. And it was just so sweet. It was very sweet. And very touching. And I think she needed to see Bubbles. I think that linked her with Michael and made her feel connected to him. And this is in 09, right after he died. So Without Michael, there's no Bubbles. Because if he had never bought Bubbles, I mean... That's correct. Without you have? Yeah. Without Michael Jackson, Bubbles would have never lived the life he lived. He he lived and he lived a and beautiful life. And we wouldn't know life. none about him. He would have yep. just been a regular old He lived a beautiful ape. life. And I think for, and even not just for LaToya, but for the fans, seeing my, Bubbles, talking about my, Bubbles, it gives you uh, this, like it unlocks those core memories and you remember these things and you remember these times and it really takes you back to 
whatever that moment was that nostalgia and people love nostalgia people love nostalgia acts why it takes them back to a simpler time in their life or a time when they were happy or a time when something happened and they love that memory so I think that Bubbles does that for a lot of Michael Jackson fans especially in the 80s because whenever you saw Michael for the most part there was that damn monkey that's very true and so Bubbles actually has been at the Center for Great Apes since 2005 and he lives with other chimpanzees of course he today is about four and a half feet tall he weighs around 185 pounds and he is the dominant male in his group and he has friends in that group ripley oopsie and boma and jesse so do you think (laughs) oopsie (laughs) oopsie that's oopsie um and so let me ask you guys this bubbles did live a very human sort of life but he is an an ape he is an animal. Do you think it's better for him to be with other apes and animals than the life that Michael was giving him as a small chimpanzee? I think I think he should be around more apes because with the human life he had, he could teach some of the apes some human things. I'm afraid to ask him to go forward with this. <laughs> <laughs> well, that one ape taught her babies how to sign. So they could communicate that way. That's what you're saying, right, son? Yeah, like you remember yeah. how um he would watch Michael follow along. When he would be in the studio, maybe he might see uh, Michael dance or something. And he could teach the other monkeys yeah, to dance? that's the type of stuff I'm talking about. See how you thought you were trying to give him something <laughs> and he's talking about. I also forgot to say Bubbles was in a music video as well. <laughs> Do you, oh, you know you forgot. forgot that. He leave was it in, out. Well, he was in Leave Me Alone, but he was in Liberian Girl. Remember? What? Yeah, because remember Michael didn't want to be in Liberian Girl at all? Again, he sent his representative. He sent Bubbles <laughs> and they were like... Uh, Bubbles ain't gonna work this time, Michael. You need to show up. So Bubbles was in a music video. And then the final thing, and we are gonna let you guys go, and this will be the end of our 12 days of Christmas. I have another final question for everyone. We know that Bubbles is well, and I think that makes everybody happy. I don't know if you can actually visit the Center for Great Apes. It feels like you should be able to visit, right? Why would you just roll up on... It's, I feel like, is it like a zoo or like... I don't think so. Well, here's huh. the here's the answer to the question. The Center for Great Apes is not open to the general public as an attraction or zoo. However, we do offer for our members at certain membership levels as well as host periodic members-only events. People who join as a member of the Great Ape Hero Level, $350 or more, can set up a private guided tour for up to four family members. I think we should go and see Bubbles. If he's there. Three hundred fifty dollars Nah, that, so nah I'm going to be you. like, Latoya, what's in his mouth? What's in his <laughs> mouth? Because if he spits on me, no, we ain't going to do all that. But um, anyway, so apparent, so you can, for a donation of uh, annual membership of at least $350, you can take a tour and you too can see Bubbles the Chimp Jackson. Final question for the users. Michael said in living with, I think living with Michael Jackson, that he was so desperate. He was so lonely and he was so desperate for children. I think he said he wanted a child, right? Mm -hmm. He said, I would walk around with baby dolls Mm -hmm. and we go from baby dolls to bubbles to then Michael having his own children. Do you think Michael, that bubbles was kind of like a training ground? And, and I'm not saying this disrespectfully because people say this all the time. Like before you have a kid, get a dog, right? They say, can you keep the dog alive? Can you take care of the dog? Because if you can't take care of the dog, get plants, people. Plants will hurt your feelings. Don't take, yeah. They'll die in a heartbeat. But do you think Bubbles was like, do you guys think Bubbles was like a training for Michael? Or, you know, do you think he was trying to fill a void of love he felt he wanted that he thought 
could only be filled with him maybe having children. What do you guys think about kind of that progression in Michael's life? I was going to say, I think Bubbles was a training ground, of course, up to a certain point in his life. But, I mean, him carrying around baby dolls, that's kind of, I'm, I'm not going to say that's crazy, but that's a little weird. And so I think. Why do you think it's weird? Because it's like you see a man walking with a baby doll across his arms. I mean, of course, that's probably going to look weird. But to him, that was like, I wouldn't say a safe space, but it was like a. um. Michael wanted someone to love. He wanted yeah. something to like, he wanted to feel love. But do you think it's more weird for a grown man to walk around with baby dolls? than it is for a grown man to walk away from human children that he creates. Because we see that very often, and we don't call that weird because it's so common. And I'm not trying to be funny. We, we I think a society would say, Michael, that's super weird. You're carrying around this baby doll, and you're saying that's how lonely I was, and this is how much I needed or I wanted, you know, love and companionship. But we don't feel the same level of weirdness when people, humans walk away from baby humans that mm-hmm. they create on a regular basis. Like in the wild, when animals abandon their, their young, it's very rare. Right. It's very rare for that to happen. And there's right. normally a quote unquote reason or like there's something that we think we figured out as to why that, that infant is being abandoned, but it's so normal in human society to do the exact thing, but we don't even register it as weird. But Michael Jackson being very vulnerable in a moment and saying, I'm walking around with baby dolls because this is how lonely I am. And we think it's weird. And I'm not pointing a finger at you because I think most people would say it's weird. No, no, I, I get what you You know saying. what I'm saying? Most people would say this is weird, but it's like Michael was so authentically different. He was who he was. <laughs> and he would just tell us things that got him in a lot of trouble. But yeah. it was it was just authentically him. He wasn't trying to be weird. He wasn't trying to be perverse. He wasn't just trying had to be anything. a lot of vulnerability to open up. And like he that. didn't, because he didn't understand the world that we live in, which is so flawed. In so many ways, he didn't understand it. And in some ways, he really understood it. You have a plus one to go to a wedding and you took the chimp. Like, he preferred. Whose wedding was it? John Brown. John Branco. <laughs> he uh, preferred yeah. the, you know what I mean? I, I think that sometimes, you know. It's, I can't really say much because I have never been in that situation of a Michael situation like that. But I just feel like having that chimp around with him all the time, one was his, um, what'd you call it? Uh, his ESA. His emotional support yeah, animal. Yeah, emotional support mm-hmm. animal. Mm-hmm. And also feeling like he has a, he has a kid. Because Bubbles, was, he did take him as a kid. Yeah. So it was like and, a kid. And there's no better kid to have than a kid you can just drop with the trainer when you feel like it. <laughs> okay. I mean, my God. Well, that's why people have nannies. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I just I don't I don't have time to pick my kid up. I got other things to do. I let the nanny go get him. I don't have time to feed my kid. Let the nanny go do it. And and I'm not saying anything's wrong with that. If you have a nanny or an au pair, good for you. But I I definitely think that that was the first step in Michael wanting children because here's the thing, Michael was not going to have children without being married first. He said that. Okay, that Miss Katie was not going to accept that. That's why he married Debbie. Okay, because I don't think anybody on this line believes that he was in love with Debbie. Okay, mm. I think that we all Debbie was. I think he was in love with Lisa Marie the best way he could be in love with Lisa Marie, but n- certainly not Debbie. Debbie was just ready and available to have his children, and he married her for that reason. In 1983, Michael won't go and get married to nobody. You know what I mean? So what's the next best thing? An animal. The chimp, and he treated that chimp like better than an some people kid. treat 
actual humans walking this earth that's a fact i mean i mean i think you you guys are both right and i think that mike like i said i think this is one of the parts of michael's life that's so innocent and beautiful when you really think about it he was able to do something that most people could never do but he cared for bubbles and he never gave bubbles up or just threw him away he always had bubbles care in his mind and i think he did see bubbles a couple of times in the early 2000s um, but of course he never reclaimed bubbles and he could not, I mean, at this point now he's got kids. That's crazy. You cannot have, I mean, even if you didn't have kids, why would you do that? You can't, it's just not safe. Um, but of course, again, like we said, bubbles is uh, a resident of the center for great apes. He has his own page on their website because people apparently call them and say, do you have bubbles? Michael Jackson's pet chimps. I'm reading straight from the FAQ page. So clearly people want to know he's over there. He's in Florida. You can volunteer if you're in Florida for the Center for Great Apes. Uh, you can also give money to support their causes and to support the apes there and that are being uh, in, held in captivity. Of course, these these apes could never be given back out into the wild because they they lack the basic survival skills because they were raised by humans. And they were raised in captivity, born in captivity, raised in captivity. They can't survive out in the, in the wild. So in captivity is the, what's best for these animals because of what we have done. And so if you want to support Bubbles, we're going to put a link to the Center for Great Apes. Thank you guys so much for joining us on another 12 days of Christmas 2023. Thank you so much for supporting the Black Jackson estate all year long. We appreciate every single show of support, whether you're sending us DMs and messages or subscribing to our Patreon or giving in our cash app or giving to us via PayPal. If you would like to make a donation, it is not too late to show your appreciation for this podcast. We are a people powered podcast. We could not do it without the support of you guys it is a big undertaking to create this show we do it out of love but of course there are costs associated with it we appreciate you taking a moment even if it's only five bucks ten bucks to show us some appreciation we appreciate everyone who's doing that monthly inside of our patreon we have exclusive content there i believe you can still join right now for a free trial which i think will be ending at the close of this year or I'm not really sure how it's going to happen but if you want to jump into the Patreon to see what content is there there are over 190 posts inside of Patreon and different unique conversations that we've had that are exclusive to that community thank you guys again we cannot say it enough and again a big big thank you to our Patreon subscribers we wouldn't do it if you didn't help us do it we are a family here at the Black Jackson Estate podcast and we are so grateful for our extended family and supporters of this podcast user 1.5 anything else you want to say to the folks it's christmas day what are your final thoughts listen we love you god bless you we hope that you enjoy your family and we hope that your this season is filled with love peace cheer we're excited for 2024 and our upcoming season and i feel like michael all right guys that's a wrap that's a wrap. User 3.5. Final thoughts. My final thoughts. Bubbles is a very, very good monkey. He's not a monkey. I, we I keep that forgetting at that. The to- at the top. What is what is we Bubbles? Literally, she Bubbles literally is explained. Ape, a great ape. He's a great ape. Yes. Don't embarrass her. I, I keep, keep, keep saying monkey all the time. He's not. A, it's a very common mistake to make. But Bubbles is a great. Yes. That's it. That's it. Have a Merry Christmas, everybody. And Happy New Year. And Happy New Year. Thank you guys again for joining us on the Black Jackson Estate Podcast. Presents the 12 Days of Christmas 2023. 
Happy holidays, everybody. Love, peace, and love.